1: You know what time of the Hebrew calendar
2: year this is. This is we've entered into a time frame is the fifth month in the Hebrew calendar called the month of Av. a lot of wild and crazy things have gone on in the month of Av, but it's a time for reverence to the Lord and it's time to actually listen and obey quickly. And so that's really part of our theme today, listening to the Lord and obeying quickly because you will be amazed at the things that you discover when you quickly obey. And I'm going to be bringing somebody on for actually two different segments, the two different hour segments of the Come Together San Diego show. And both of these people uh, have personalities that you will not be able to forget. I've been tracking uh, Ben and Lydia Weissen uh, from the Church of Sit Canoe for about a year or so. Because they do these wild and crazy posts when they're out uh, among the people in San Diego and foreign countries and other parts of the United States. It's amazing. But they read the scripture and they go... Well, okay, let's just do it. And it, it's come amazing on. that uh, signs, wonders, and things like that follow them. Uh, yes. Pastor Ben, how you doing?
3: Very, very good, man. Come on, Jesus. <laughs>
2: I've had a chance to talk with him on the phone and uh, visit a little bit and observe, but this is the first time we've done some face-to-face. I love it.
3: Yes, come
2: and, on. And uh, I'm just pleased that Alex Bush, Bush our uh, producer, is in the studio with us, too. He he gives kind of behind-the-scenes uh, insights so that... Uh, it keeps us straight and on the narrow, so thank you Alex for doing that and he has nice hair <laughs> and he has not yeah these guys both have nice hair what can I say uh, my friends uh, it's good to, good to have you we're going to talk about all things Jesus today and and how when you kind of open things up with your heart what Jesus will do if you let him ben you, you've got a, quite a history i mean you're a uh, an entrepreneur you're a, you're a a, a A guy who believes in the physical fitness aspect, but uh, all those things are extraneous to the spiritual things, too. Yes. So tell us a little bit of, give us the elevator speech about Ben and Lydia Weissen and Church of Sitkanu, which means Church of Righteousness.
3: Come on, Jesus. Come on. Yeah, I don't know if there's any elevator speech, unless there's a lot of floors, but uh, I'll do my best here. Come on, Jesus. Um, So... Honestly, I don't really feel super called as like a minister, pastor, whatever, but I do feel called as a revivalist, and I've always been big on prayer. I read The Cross and the Switchblade um, by (laughs) David Wilkerson (laughs) uh, about 16 years ago and talks about praying. He talks about praying for two hours every night, and God used him to change the world, start Teen Challenge, and from that, I mean, Todd White's come out of Teen Challenge. A lot of people, millions and millions of people have come off drugs, and God's used him to set people free, so... Um, about 16 years ago, I just started praying for two hours every night. I said, if it works for this guy, it can work for me. So I started praying, and in about six months, everything about me changed. Yes. I, I felt so much life coming out of me.
2: Well, they they, they changed, but it didn't, God doesn't make you uh, disavow the things that you've done early on, in fact, he incorporates them in part of your vision. So, yeah. par- part of who you are is you- you're an athlete, but you but you're also a business person. Tell yeah. us a little bit about the business acumen and how maybe God is blending those things together in the first segment. We probably got about five minutes or so, or yeah. six minutes or so left in this first segment.
3: And yeah. Weissen, get right yeah. on us, man. Come on. Yeah, I was. I've been a personal trainer for about twelve years. Um, uh, God said, "Sell everything and go to Rama in Oklahoma." So I sold my business moved out there come on jesus and then um, when i graduated Raymond, i said all right god time to go back let's do this revival thing and i was just praying every friday night praying 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 about what to do and the holy spirit spoke to me um probably about after three months of that and he said start a gym i'm like lord no i was like i'm i'm not where i feel like i'm called to be right now i want to be back in san diego and the lord said start a gym and I said, "Lord, I'm praying for revival," and you're talking to me about business. <laughs> Why? He said, "Start a gym." I said, "Okay, sounds good." So um, I teamed up and supernaturally teamed up with these two guys, and they helped us. And um, we started uh, high-end personal training in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and it blew up. God really blessed it, and we have two very successful gyms out there. And then that empowered us to start a church and fund it fully ourselves. My, my, my. And let me let me
2: intervene here, my friends. Here's the deal. You know, as you're praying and you go, God, give me a powerful ministry. Sometimes he says, uh, take some of the skill sets that you've done before yeah. and let me use those as yep. kind of a, a launching pad for yeah. other things. And, and we need to have an open heart, open mind and say, maybe this is how you're not only going to fund this, but maybe you have other
3: ulterior motives behind that. And we just have to be open. And all of a sudden, God moves in. Yeah. Well, and that empowered us to be able to not worry about money coming in or not coming in and just say, Holy Spirit, have your way in this church. We don't want to do it any other natural human way. We don't want there to be any other pull, any other reason. We just want the power of God. Yes. And And your wife, Lydia. Yeah. And so my wife, Lydia, we met at a Bible school in Ramah. She's from Mississippi. Yeah. Huge Alabama fan, <laughs> loves the SEC football, all that stuff. But she's on fire. She's our worship leader, and she just loves Jesus so much. Yes, yes, yes. I if remember she the singer and, and does instruments as well. Man, yeah, she sings. We're both from really big homeschool families. Yes. So um, she plays violin, piano, guitar, drums, and sings. She's ever Oh, my goodness. All
2: at the same time,
3: too. And that's amazing. All, Yeah, fingers and toes. <laughs> fingers and toes.
2: Come on, Jesus. Oh, my, 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 my. You know, my listening friend, here's the deal. When I bring guests on, I want not only them to tell you their story on how God is using them, but I want this to be infectious yeah. in a positive way for you. Because, you know, sometimes we have preconceived notions about we have to be in the ministry or we're in the business, we're not in the ministry. The truth of the matter is, if you are in the business,
3: that's your ministry for this time. Come you on. just have to be willing to listen yep. and obey. yep and it was a season and we we still do a ton of business we've split our time pretty evenly now yes. but i mean man there's nothing better than being god's perfect will You're exactly. just seeking with everything you got come yeah. on jesus and uh the the uh the evangelical the field
2: is ripe but it's not it's ne- not necessarily only ripe in the parameter of your church environment it is ripe out there where you go shopping or where you you know yeah. you go into the the mall or the gas station or or yeah. you know the Cleaners, wherever you happen to be, come on. And you know, one of the things I think a lot of people uh, wrongly comprehend here is they have to have the the whole package themselves. Right. When right, they go right. and they go, I, when I, I talk to this person, I need to give them the salvation message right. and what you do after that and how to get planted in the right. church. You just do what the piece that God tells you because yeah. you know it's not your it's your, not your desire to bring the the world to Him. It's His right. desire, and right. you get to play a vital role. And you're yeah. you're seeing
3: that. Oh my goodness, so much. You know, when I was at U C San Diego, we—I added it up, and on our outreach team, I was with Campus Crusade. We went out about—I um, went out about two hundred times, and saw very little salvation fruit. I think I saw two people get saved, yeah. and it was awesome. But we didn't move in the power of God. And the Bible says that the Greeks require wisdom. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, the Greeks require a sign, Time. but the Hebrews want wisdom. Yes. And I think the power bait for this generation in America is the power of God. Because now when we go out, we heal the sick. We cast out demons. We baptize in the Holy Spirit in fire. We go down to La Coila in Mexico and pray for people. They're getting wrecked. Pimps, prostitutes, everyone just getting wrecked with the power of God, laying on their back on the street as people walk by, just floating in the Holy Spirit. And they all get saved.
2: We've got a couple minutes left in this segment. So I wanted to use this segment to set the stage for the stuff for the rest of the hour. Yes. And my My listening friend, you can tell it's going to be a wild and crazy place for this entire hour with uh, Pastor Ben Weissend of the uh, Church of Sit Canoe. And uh, we're going to talk a little bit more about that. But one of the things that he's going to be sharing with us is when Holy Spirit, you know, we, we can have preconceived notions about what we think God wants us to do. Right. We may go someplace to just kind of uh, evangelize or whatever right. it happens to be or just go about the day's work. And Holy Spirit, goes now's the time and yeah. here's what i want you to do and when we obey we're kind of opening the floodgates for him to take full control
3: yeah and that's so i'm right.
2: going to i'm going to have you share some experiences in your life you and lydia and also church with so the, many come on do, and so many other things as well yeah. i want this my listening friend for you to be an inspiration for you to kind of move out from that pew or the seat or Come the on. television in front of the TV screen Come and go on. out and do the stuff. Yes. God so, wants to turn you into a pocket of explosion uh, 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 wherever you go. Uh, we'll take one minute and we can take a break. Take one minute to be an encouragement to our listeners on that topic. And then we're going to dive in yep. with full throat.
3: Okay, awesome. I just really want to encourage you guys that God says, we think of revival as these corporate big meetings, and they're so important, and they're so powerful. But God wants to turn every Christian into a pocket of revival, wherever you go, whether it's supermarket, school, job, whatever, that the power of God flows out of you. Jesus said to the woman at the well, if you knew who it was who stood in front of you, you you'd have asked of living water, and he would Mm, have given it to you. And every one of us is a fountain of living water, wherever we go.
2: Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. And uh, during this first hour, we're going to spend a lot of time helping you um, unclog that river and watch it flow because life comes from that flow. Life. And my friend, uh, uh, Pastor Ben Weisen of uh, Church of Sit Canoe and Kaz Taylor and you, guess what? We're going to be right back.
1: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Well, guess what? We are back On a Saturday,
2: this is the first week of a month in the Hebrew calendar called the month of Av. And it's a vital time. It's a time uh, where many negative things happen because the children of Israel kind of uh, disregarded God's directives and they fell prey to doing things their own way and the scripture talks about there's a way that seems right into the, a man and, but the end there is of is, uh, the way yes. of death what we're doing and I've got uh, Pastor Ben Weissen with me of Church of Sit here in San Diego and beyond but what we're going to do in, in in that light is help you understand what the calling is and how to move forth in that calling and when God says to do something that is you know I've never heard that before well, is it, uh, uh, is it a godly thing or is it maybe something that you're telling yourself? If it's a godly thing, it won't do harm, it will do good. That's and right. and and listen to, it's a training for you to listen to the Holy Spirit and hear what he has to say. This is the way, walk therein. So we're going to talk about that in one of the great... People to do that, and my observation is Ben Weissen, because uh, he uh, lives in that. He 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 lives in an alternate universe. Many people say, and it's a good alternate universe. It's the universe of Holy Spirit talking directly and then quickly obeying. Come on. So you know we want to talk a little. You've got local. Uh, stories to tell and national stories to tell and international stories to tell. And what I thought we would do is a Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, right. and the uttermost parts of the earth. So let's start our discussion with the vision that God has given you for the San Diego area, not only how that deals with the people in the area, but also maybe some other ministries and things like that. Yeah. Ben Weisson, lay on me. Come on, Jesus.
3: Yes. <laughs> Holy Ghost, fire. Listen, guys, my biggest goal um, and what we've seen happen over and over with hundreds and even thousands of people locally is getting people to have a relationship with God outside of church. That's number Ooh. one, right? Yes. And actually having quiet time because the top commandment of all time is love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. It's impossible to do that for just an hour and a half on Sunday. Oh, I like it. But out of that will flow the second greatest commandment. Yes, and yes. And that's love your neighbor as yourself. And that's love and that's power of God. Yes. As you spend time with God, just that unction comes on you and start getting eyes for souls and just the presence of God consumes you and you can't look at people the same. You can't walk by 10,000 homeless people in San Diego and turn your face you want to go, you want to set them free, you want to fill them with the presence and the power of God. So what, when
2: you go out in these environments, I'm, a lot of people would go out and they would go, then another voice starts saying, you shouldn't do that, it's an awkward thing, It'll, they, they don't want you to do this. How do you deal with any of those? You, you've already learned how to, you, you know Holy Spirit, oh, you, yeah. you ignore those, but there are a lot of people sure. that, that have those battles and that's why they don't make that first step. How would you then encourage them? Then I'm going to have you talking about some San Diego stories. Yeah,
3: no, absolutely. I, I think honestly, there's a big lie in this generation that people don't want Jesus, um, whether they're homeless, whether they're rich, it doesn't really matter. They don't want Jesus. But the Bible says, and I found this to be much sure, it says that all of creation earnestly groans in expectation for the manifestation of the sons of God. <laughs> yeah. And I found that to be true where, just like the woman at the well, Jesus said, if you knew who was standing in front of you, you would have asked. And I feel like when we pray for people and they encounter the presence of God and they have a demon on their mind, we pray and it breaks off that they are start to cry and they've been waiting for us their whole life and the truth is that lie has been keeping us away but the gospel wants to set them wow. free we've just got to be a hands and feet you
2: know the scripture all creation groans And sometimes you know I take that to be you know the, the natural creations yeah. the, you know the animals and the rocks and things like Our rocks cry out that's but right when all creation grows that includes the guy who's on the street yes. or the woman who doesn't have a meal or Come on. Has, a, has, a, has a baby but has no husband and you know yes. all these all 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 creation grows. They're waiting for it. That means it's an open invitation. Come from on, Holy they're Spirit. waiting
3: for you. They're <laughs> waiting for me. They're waiting for the manifestation of the Son of God and sons of God. Part
2: of the delicacy is being able to hear the Holy Spirit and know how to enter that that. Uh, yeah. That person's intellect or how to deal with that in such a way where they're going to be the most receptive.
3: Yeah. And that's why we teach people how to move in the power of God, because we found that that actually opens people up a lot for salvation. And we joke because there's a, a type of fishing bait called power bait. And we believe that <laughs> miracles, healing, deliverance, encountering the Holy Spirit presence is power bait for salvation. Yes. And it works so good. Well, it works uh, Jerusalem,
2: Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. And sometimes God lets you take a, a, an environment where you're comfortable, yeah. like uh, your own hometown or maybe your own uh, grocery store or yeah. your own laundromat or your own, uh, y- 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 you know, uh, what, what name Name it, you know, yeah. rest, local restaurant. He gives you an environment where you some know some people that you can actually carry on a conversation. And then yeah. once you get that down, he goes, Go uh, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, the yeah. most parts of the earth. So let's start with this testimony from you on the Jerusalem, our Jerusalem is San Diego County. Yeah. So what's going on? Specific
3: testimonies or overall testimonies? Well,
2: let's start with the overall and dig down a little bit more deeply. So what's what do you see going on here? I've observed you, you're out on the streets very often. Often, yeah. and, and it may not be, you know, the streets. Where, where is it? El Cajon Boulevard. Yeah, okay. that's Or downtown San Diego. Yeah, that's okay. You, you don't have any preconceived notions where Holy Spirit puts you. Yeah.
3: You go. Talk yeah. about that and some of the team that you garnered together. Jesus is on the streets. <laughs> Jesus is on the streets. It says that the Son of Man came to seek and to save that which was lost. Yes. And Jesus is always seeking and he's saving. He's looking for people who will seek and save with him. So we go everywhere. We go to Horton Plaza. We go to Parkway View Plaza. We go to downtown Smart and finally go to 17th Street where it's just all tense and people are shooting up all the time. Don't we work. go to La Coila in Mexico, Revolution, with with cartel. We we've, we've pray for... Um, Cartel guys, hitmen—they get saved, try to give us their guns, their money, their drugs, because of say the that power slowly.
2: you—you you, you know, a lot of people say these things, but he means this. I mean, I, he's not being abstract, or he's going. Got, here's what they could do. It's literally these things happen. Yeah. they're giving you their drugs, their money, yeah. and their guns. Yeah, and,
3: we oh, had come a, on. We had a, a couple, a couple of hitmen for the cartel. Just really sweet guys, but just really wrecked on the inside. Yes. Just. One guy, um, we just started praying for deliverance because he was not even in his right mind. He'd just done some horrible stuff. We started praying for him, then God set him free. By the end of the night, all the demons were gone. He had so much peace, and he was just bawling. Hmm. Another guy, uh, we met in a bar, and a couple of people prayed for him, and he literally tried to give us his gun, drugs, and money and said, I'm done, because Mm -hmm. we told him that Jesus loved him (laughs) and that he forgave (laughs) him and that there was hope for him and um, that God had a plan for his life, and he just lost it. Let's
2: talk Come San Diego on, and let's yes. talk, that you, you've garnered a team. I, there are a lot of people that have this resident within their heart, but they don't know what to do with sure. it. And when somebody says, I'm going to, we're going to go out. We, it's not yeah. just you by yourself. We're going to go out and we're going to kind of do this kind of thing yeah. that can put a little comfort in somebody who's making the first steps as yeah. well. So what's, what's going on in San Diego? Do you have teams that periodically yeah. join with you? What does that look like
3: in San Diego County? We roll deep with Holy Spirit Cruz. <laughs> so we go on in from 10 to 40 people. Um, we go downtown, we pray for people. And normally, Every night there's like 10, 20, 30 miracles. People get healed. And we have a school called the Fire Academy. In the Fire Academy, we teach people how to get out of their intellectual Western thinking mind and how to move in the power of God. We tell people all the time, just turn your brain off, drop into the Holy Spirit, and let the power of God work. Because in Western society, we have idolized uh, our intellects yes. so much to the point that we forgot that we have a spirit. In Africa, everyone knows that the spirit world is super, super real. So miracles are not a big thing for them. Over here, we don't think miracles exist anymore. Yeah. And so we have to learn to unthink that part. Minds are great, obviously. Intellect is great. But out of balance, if you downplay the spirit, and that's where I think American is, because we've focused so much on degrees for the last 100 oh, yes.
2: years. What are the letters behind your name so I can know whether to invite you to my church? That's right.
3: Exactly. Please. Exactly. But Peter's letters, he was a fisherman. And Paul was a murderer, right? Those were his letters. But they moved yeah. the power. Shaka-da-ha. The
2: resumes didn't go too well.
3: That's right. But it's the Holy Spirit that went well. It's the now, Holy you, Spirit. Before we go any further, Fire Academy, give Fire me Academy. a quick
2: website for that.
3: Uh, yeah, just go to churchtk.com. And the fire academy is right on there. Okay. It's one of the tabs. Very good. So. Okay. Now let's talk about what this
2: looks like when you take a troop. Let's, let's keep it. We won't go with a 40 because you, you have to recount too many different instances, but let's say you take it. Let's say a dozen. Okay. Sure. How's that? The dozen 12 is yeah. a, a nice number. Let's say you're taking a, a, a bunch of people out into a place and Holy spirit says, Let's go to Horton Plaza, for example. Yeah. So uh, what does this look Love like? Horton do you, you kind of go and you all camp out and then you kind of do a wh- wheel spoke and you just kind of go out and come back? What does it look like?
3: It Honestly, because we get all hyped up in the Holy Ghost first, we're not drunk with wine, but we stay full with the Holy Ghost. So it's like a Holy Ghost explosion. So we all grab hands, and we're Sheiky right in the <laughs> plaza. And i tell, on average, we have about 20 to 30 people out there. Yeah. And so we're holding hands, we're praying, and the power of God just falls. Mm-hmm. And then every night, there's like a different theme. That One night, is God said, he heals a broken heart. So we had five people who said, can we pray for you? And they said, no, 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 I don't need any physical healing, but I have a broken heart. And we prayed yes. for them, they all got healed. Uh, but, so it's basically we start hands-holding. Pray, let the Holy Spirit drop, so we're not just doing it our natural ability. And then um, we go out in groups of two to three, and we pray for people. And every group has, you know, five to ten miracles and salvations.
2: And do you come together at the close of that evening? Yeah, and uh, we come report, together. Come, come together, San we Diego. Come together, oh. San Diego. See that you know, just right in there. Here's what I would. Uh, I've been desiring to do since I began the show a year and a half ago. And that is I, I would like to get when uh, a, a team goes out in San Diego County to report in, you know, we're from five to seven o'clock. Yeah. And so to report in at the five o'clock, I was saying, here's where we are and here's what we're doing. And then at the near the, near the last uh, 15, 20 minutes of the show, have them report back on what has happened. Oh, okay. I would love to have that happen live during a broadcast. Okay,
3: uh, we would love to do that. We we do stay out pretty late though. We'll stay out till like
2: eight. Or I five. know, I know. But you might have to just at least maybe give us a, a midway report on what's going. Sure, we uh, do uh, it. Would, would that be fun or what? My yes. listening friend, th- what, what I, I I believe God wants to do is He wants to empower and engage you. Yeah. And uh, while we have Come to tell, tell a break, uh, give a break here, we, we talk a little bit about the, what happens in San Diego County when this happens. But the dynamics are uh, multiplied oftentimes yeah. when you go out in other areas. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit more about that with Ben Wysocki. Pastor of the Church of Canoe, which means uh, God, my righteous, righteousness. Righteousness. And Shack his righteousness God. needs to be our righteousness. Yes. It, t- it takes away a lot of the th- baggage that you think you have. Yeah. He wants to cleanse you and make you free. And yes. when he makes you free, then he empowers you. And when he empowers you, you change lives on his behalf.
1: Well We're going to talk a lot
2: well, more about that with
1: Ben Weisson as we come right back. Hi, I'm Jay an, president and founder of Harvest International Ministry in Pasadena. And I want to make an apostolic declaration. God loves San Diego, and I declare revival and transformation of San Diego. I declare heaven on earth in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor.
2: <laughs> so, I'm having a, a conversation with Ben Weiss, and, and I'm thinking they're on, we're on the air talking about this. No, we're waiting for the commercials to end so that we can actually begin. Uh, ben, how cool. Come on, Jesus. <laughs> so, we're talking about what things look like when God pours into you to go out and, uh, m- you know, make him known, make his power known, make his grace known, make his yes. compassion
3: known. Come on.
2: Uh, out there in the world. And, uh, And it's remarkable what he's doing. And we talked a little bit last segment about San Diego County. Now, I want to broaden the the borders here. I want to go beyond San Diego County. We'll talk national. We'll talk international. Come on. Because you've had some experience in that and a lot of good report. Yes. A lot of good report. You know, this is the month of Av we're entering into right now. This is the fifth month in the Hebrew calendar. One of the danger zones in Av, Av was a time where the 10... Uh, the ten spies refused to go into the land and the two, uh, Joshua and Caleb said yes we're well, well able to take it and there's a level of dis- unbelief or disbelief out there among those in the body of Christ saying uh, we, we can't take that land and yeah. God's saying I want you to take yes. that land, I want you to be obedient and don't worry about it I will give you the the strategies to do Come this on. and I my Holy Spirit will be with Come you on. all the way and this plays it's a role also yeah. in the uh, in in national and international I- events, too, but it's kind of like when you, you can have a certain level of faith yeah. in San Diego County because this is turf that you know. Come on. And as soon come as you on. get out into unfamiliar turf, in one way you go, I'm a little apprehensive, and the other way, nobody knows me here. Yeah, <laughs> come on. Give, give us an overview of what, uh, what it look, feels like when you go outside of the county and you do things on a national or international yeah. basis. What's that look like, Ben Weisen?
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I, I wanted to touch for like two seconds on something you said. You were talking about Caleb and Joshua. And it says, men of a, there were two men of a different, different spirit. spirit. Oh they my. had a different Come spirit. On. It's a spirit of faith and a spirit of power. Yeah. And so when we go into other regions, now, are you talking about um, nationally?
2: Yeah, nationally first. And I want to do international as well because you've got some major
3: uh,
2: testimonies that happened on there. And I want to broaden the faith. You know, there are a lot of people that go out on a, a they they may go to Israel or they yeah. may go to different countries and things like that and they go, yeah. Well this is I'm just gonna vacation. Yeah. Well, probably not if the yeah. Holy Spirit's talking to you.
3: Yeah, we we love like when Lyd and me go on trips, like we love to pray for people on our vacation, we play mini golf, all that stuff, but it just <laughs> doesn't feel the same. It's not <laughs> yeah. filling. But when we take groups of people, we'll go all over, and it's really just the power of God. And we've had a lot of churches all over America invite us to come out and activate people, like yes. get people moving in the power of God. And there's just been so, so much. Um, yes. Man, I can't even. There's so many things. Well, you're, you're planning a trip. Uh huh. But you're talking about international, right? I'm talking about national and international. Oh, okay. So yeah. you can go anywhere you want. Baby. Yes. Praise the Lord. In nine days, we go to Uganda. <laughs> yes, you uh, do. We went to France uh, two years ago, and the President of God showed up. We went to this refugee camp. And in the refugee camp, um, it was uh, strictly Muslim. Um, it was right outside of Dunkirk. And um, they said, you can't talk about Jesus. You can't talk about the presence of God. You can't do anything like that. They're Muslim. They won't like it. Give them food, love them, leave. So we got there, <laughs> and it's outside the city. There's no police. It's just we're there with 500 male Muslim guys, and we get in there, and we start talking about Jesus right away. And they didn't They didn't want it, any of it. And then we started praying, and we started healing. This one guy had a, a sprained ankle. We prayed for him. He got instantly healed. He started running. His leg was completely healed. And he said, what was that? We said, that's Jesus. Oh. And then other people came up and they said, will you pray for us? And we said, sure, but you can't use the name of Jesus. We said, can we pray in the name of Holy Spirit? They said, sure, go ahead. Yeah. So we pray for them. They started falling out in the presence of God in the Muslim refugee camp, and they said, "What was that?" And we said, "That was Jesus." Oh my up. Yeah, yeah. Come on.
2: Well, and that's what God does, my friend. If you're a little timid about things like this, whatever onro inroads that God gives you, take them. Yeah. And then an opportunity will be will be given to you to expand on that yes. as Holy Spirit moves. Yeah. And He He takes you from the familiar to the unfamiliar. Yeah. He takes you from the comfort to the
3: discomfort in a good way. And he's a comforter. (laughs) And he's a comforter. He puts you in situations where you'll be uncomfortable (laughs) so he can comfort you into it. I
2: I love that. Come on. So so now let's take this thing on the national and international basis. You know, one of the things that God is doing, he's stirring us to expand the borders. You know, we feel comfortable in our own environments to some degree, but expanding those borders can be a bit disconcerting. Yeah. and But God, God wants us to spread those wings because he's got big plans for us. And, that, yep. you know, in the next segment, we're going to talk about some of those plans that God has. We need to uh, be people of a different spirit. That's exactly right. Shaka-nup. The
3: Caleb's and the Joshua's. Yes. We need the Caleb's and the Joshua's yeah. today. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I think one of my favorites, we went over, we go to Mexico a lot. And we went over to Mexico and we went to this um, rest home and we were praying for people that are getting touched and delivered. But this one guy, he had a seizure. I'm sorry, he had a, um, a heart attack and he was paralyzed all on his right side, I believe. He couldn't move, nothing like that. And so we started praying for him and I wasn't seeing anything, but the man had tons of faith. He had so much faith. He kept trying to pry his fingers open. His whole right side was completely paralyzed. And I, I, I was staying and praying and then I just, I in my, my spirit world, I just went up into heaven. And I was like, God... Give me this one. I just want to see this guy healed. And then God said, all right, it's time to go. I'm like, what do you mean it's time to go? He's like, just get up and go. I was like, all right, fine. So I said, hey, you know, have a good day. Love you a ton. And then um, the man was mute, and he was completely paralyzed on the right side. And I said, all right, have a good day. And then he opened his mouth, and he said in Spanish, goodbye, adios, and then he looked up with the biggest eyes, and he started crying, and I started crying, and then all of a sudden, a spirit of faith hit the man, and then he started, he grabbed his fingers, he started straightening them out, and then all of a sudden his arms started working, and he grabbed my arm and another guys' arm and pulled himself up out of the wheelchair, and he started walking for the first time. I, I have no idea how long, but it's so, and his whole body that was paralyzed started undoing, and he could walk normally, and we were just, like, losing it. And we've actually seen a lot of blind eyes opening up, deaf ears opening up. It's just the power of God. He wants to show this generation that he's here. He's ready. We've just got to step out. Exactly. And it
2: seems to me, Ben, and you tell me from your perspective as well, but it seems the closer his return comes, yeah. the more he in, empowers his kids to have the faith to step out and do this. Yeah. He, he, we could have had the faith to do these things earlier on, but, yeah. the, but there's, a, there's a process of, yeah. of, of relationship. Yeah. And the, the relationship, yeah, has to has to kick in for us to realize you know yeah. these signs shall follow them to believe and yes. so many different signs of follow them that believe but how were apprehensive to take the yeah. scriptures at their true value. Come on.
3: Come on. Well, and a lot of times, what I've noticed is a lot of times people think these signs will follow those who, Corinthians 12 and 14, are gifted. Oh. But it doesn't say these <laughs> signs will follow those who have gifts. It says these signs will follow those who believe and to every man is given, given a, measure a measure of, of faith. faith. That's okay. the only gift you need to move in the power of God. We can talk about gifts another time. That's whole the thing. But everyone has a measure of faith for these signs to follow them. Yes. Shaka and tell
2: you, I have a real sense of the Lord's desire to return for his yes. body, and, but he wants his body to be a full-throated, full-bodied body. And yes. there are many people that need to hear his truths Come on. that uh, perhaps very few people can reach, reach, but my friend, you just may be one of those, yes. and are you going to be obedient or disobedient? Come on. A- and don't worry about, you know, you, he'll give you what you can handle, little pieces at the time, so you look back and go, I traversed this far? Come on. Yes you know or somebody sees you and they go what has gotten into you and you can just simply say holy spirit thank come you on. very much he so, qualifies the unqualified <laughs> I like and he it.
3: calls the people who you think maybe you're the last person but god wants you he wants you to just step out and as you step out he's going to back you up yes you know and we in this show come together san diego it's kind of a, a
2: a two-pronged approach right now part of this is talking to believers to encourage you to be empowered by what God wants to do. But the other piece of the equation is there may be some people that are not believers or on the fringe thinking about it. I want you to know that God is real yes, and reach out to him and entrust and him that he will take care of the situation beyond yes. your, your imagination. He's there and that, he loves to do the impossible. That's yeah. who, who he is, what he does. We've got about uh, one minute or so left in this segment. Why don't you speak into what we were talking about in this yeah. segment and then we'll come back for the last segment and we will
3: let her rip come on Jesus yeah I just want to say real quick that a lot of us spend our whole lives praying for a rapture and Jesus said to the Pharisees (laughs) to the religious leaders he said guys you say there's three months until the harvest But I say the harvest is ripe. And a lot of times people say, oh, America is hard. You know, there's a lot of nastiness. There's a lot of sin. But God's saying the harvest is ripe. The laborers are few. The problem is the few labors, not the lack of harvest. And we need to shift our perspective and start praying for revival and not rapture. Because it's literally right outside our door. We just have to leave the door. That's right.
2: And a lot of people's mentality is I want to get out of this thing. Yeah. And God's saying, "I built you Come on. to put you in the thick of this thing yes. to impact as many lives as Come possible." On. Come on, Come We're going on. to be talking about this in the next hour as well. I think this is an, uh, God's timing as well. Come on. But uh, my listening friend, I, I hope you're appreciating uh, this discussion with uh, Ben Weissen of Church of Sit Canoe in San Diego and beyond. In the last segment, we're going to take these things. Uh, we're going to take these things and the things you've heard about. We're going to help God apply them to you, and through you, and have great expectations for what God is about to do. Come on. So uh, Ben Weissen, Church of Sitkanu, San Diego, and Kaz with Come Together San Diego, we
1: will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor, and welcome.
2: I'm back with the Church of Sitkanu Pastor Ben Weissen. and uh, the Church of Sitkanu is one of the many, many names of God. You know, uh, Jire, Jehovah Jireh, yes. Jehovah Sitkanu, Jehovah Macy Mekedesh. Yes. Uh, j- just so many different names. But the truth of the matter is, whatever you need. He is. Yes. He says, I am. Yes. You can fill in the the blank after that. I am whatever your need is. Yes. Whatever your true, honest desire is. He's not going to take you away from godliness. He's going to come on. Come on. He's going to bring you into it. Come on, Jesus. That's part of what we're talking about uh, with Ben Weissen is how to activate you. Because God wants a bride. He wants an army. He wants a church. He wants a body. All those things are a part of his equation. And you carry pieces of that equation within resonant within you. You were born for that. And, yeah. and and different different DNA and things like that. You yeah. were actually born to do great things. Come on. And you, when you talk to Ben Weissen, you, you you get that. Come on. You know, dude. you get that. He 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 just won't take you being lackadaisical. He will say, What's your call co- who are you? Called to be, then be it. And he's one of those guys. He in the natural, he's a trainer, yeah, a physical trainer. Yeah, but in the spiritual, he's a spiritual trainer as well. First, that right. which is natural, right. and after that, which is spiritual. So, I, I want to spend this last uh, segment in the in this first hour, been uh, activating people. Yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to kind on. of hand this over to you, and I'll kind of intercede periodically with a little, oh, yeah, well, what about kind of uh, <laughs> these, these kind of things? So Ben Weisson lay it on us.
3: Okay, yeah, absolutely. So, guys, it's so, so important to realize that God wants every single person to move in the power of God. And a lot of things that hold us back are our doctrine and stuff that we've believed over the years that isn't necessarily, in my opinion, biblical. I, one of the biggest things, and we were talking about it earlier, is the concept of gift versus something you activate by faith. And we read Corinthians 12, Corinthians 14 about the gifts, and we don't realize that. A gift is an accelerated version of the same thing you can activate with your own faith. Say that again. That's so good. A gift is an accelerated version of the same thing you can activate with your own faith. And the Bible says to every man is given a measure of faith. Yes. And so if you have a gifted runner, a gifted runner, they have a gift of running. And so they wake up in the morning and they can just run. But then if you have someone who's practicing, they're not a gifted runner, they can practice, they can out-practice the gifted runner just because they're practicing. Mm. And, 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 And applying discipline. Yes, exactly. And so if you have every single Christian has a measure of faith, and these signs will follow those who believe, and you need to know that God is going to do miracles because he loves you and is Presence lives inside of you. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead lives inside of you.
2: And God has an ulterior motive. He wants to empower you for your sake, but he wants to empower you for the sake of his plans for his body and for the unsaved world out there. Can you imagine if Christians became activated to just do what Holy Spirit says? That's all. That's all. It's not going out and do great great and mighty acts out there. Just day by day, word by word, step by step, and all of a sudden this world will be transformed and sometimes we look at the news or we yep. get really down about you know, terrible things that happen in the yep. news and they are happening now my yep. friend and we go what, what can we do just one listen for that one word and yep. take that one step and
3: all of a sudden yep. the, the world is transformed and you've seen this happen haven't you yeah. yeah over and over and over again one of the second biggest things is expectancy expectancy is a, the contemporary word that we use at our church for faith it's expecting God to show up and we need to clear everything in our heart and mind that would try and get in the way of that expectancy my my and you know that expectancy that is a word that is also used from pregnant women that's right and, come and, on
2: they expectant and yep. they're gonna, give birth to something. That's and right. My friend, and th- th- that analogy really applies to this as well. Yep. God wants you to be impregnated with his promises. Yes, 100%. And, and, and then he wants you to be willing to give birth. And one, one of the things that happens, if, if you're an expectant person, yep. the birth is going to happen. That's you just right. have to just kind of let it happen and
3: and, and and you can help the process. That's right. <laughs> right. And another big thing is just going. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to be a, a gift of evangelist. You don't have to have a gift of whatever. Just Go. Go with expectancy and go with people who actually have been doing it. There's a lot of people in San Diego who move in the power of God, who see God move. Find one of them, team up, let them kickstart you, and you'll just be moving in the power of God before you even notice it. Yes, yes, Come yes. Come on.
2: And I tell you what, I have a real sense that San Diego is going to be a launching pad for a lot of different people. There are a lot of people, and I am among them, who believe that San Diego is a prototype city. Yeah, And he's putting people here to activate other people. God wants San Diego. But, you know, I, I've talked with other people in other cities as well. And deep down inside, God is also activating that. Everywhere. As well. And that's fine. Everywhere. We're in San Diego. And I'm yeah. saying God wants to activate us specially. And my friend, if you have that sense as well, yeah. you're going to play a big role in that.
3: Yeah. So we want to activate the people that are listening here. Yeah. What does that? What do you think that looks like, Ben? Yeah. So, I mean, the biggest thing is choosing to be expectant. And then taking everything in your mind about why a person won't get healed, won't get delivered, just throw it out. (laughs) Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. Jesus said, according to your faith, be it done unto you. Whatever you believe, that's what's going to happen when you're praying for someone. So take any reason. Oh, they have to have faith before. No, that's not true. Someone has to have faith. But it could be you. Mm Mm-hmm. If it's a person who's praying has faith, they'll get healed. If the person who's receiving has faith, they'll get healed. One person has to have faith. Jesus said that because he was about to leave. He was only there for three years he said i won't be here physically for much longer so according to your faith be it done unto you because i won't be here in two years when you need to get prayed for yes. realize that your faith has made you whole there's a scripture that i love as he
2: is yeah. so are we in so this world we. and one of the things that we forget about is actually the power of god through his holy spirit is actually resident within us so yeah. the, and, and the scripture says the things that he did singularly yeah. we shall do greater things Come because on. we're collective It's yeah. the collective body of christ where he could do things in a certain area at one time time yep. we, we can do them globally and that's his plan it's always been his plan yes.
3: come on come on uh, practically I mean we go out every single Thursday so if you're like hey I need to move in the power of God we don't really you don't need to come to the school come to church whatever we just want to activate people come out with us on Thursday we'll teach you how to heal I've had hundreds of people. Never pray for a person before in song get healed. Every single one. Pray instantly. Let me ask you a question. Now, a lot of people go, well, I just have
2: just received the Lord. I actually just come received on. the Lord. I, I'm, not, I'm not capable. I'm not, yes. I'm not equipped to
3: do that. Uh, how, what do you speak the to these same people? same d- spirit that raised Christ from the <laughs> dead lives inside of you. It has nothing to do with you. The first day that you come up as a baby Christian, you have all power. In, Corinthian, or in Ephesians 1 and 3, it says that Jesus was given a Name and seated above all principality power and might and you are seated with christ in heavenly places in, and heavenly places. in the earth as well so, we can show be illustrate him right here come right on now just open your mouth just stretch out your hand jesus is there it's not about knowledge we were talking earlier about jesus sending out the 70 the 70 were not apostles some of them were probably not even disciples they were just followers of jesus uh-huh. and they had only been with him for a few months at that point and they came back rejoicing saying lord even the demons are subject to us In your name. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I I hope you're getting
2: inspired, my listening friend. Um, And if, if you don't know the Lord, the Lord is knocking at your door. Yes. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. And then, you know, people, uh, uh, they apply that to believers, but it is also applicable to those who don't believe because he wants everybody to be a believer. He's, I'll tell you what, he has such a desire to restore intimacy with his kids. He's been planning this since uh, the fall of Adam. He's been wanting this to come to pass. We're going to talk about this in the next hour as well. I think it's going to dovetail nicely. But the truth of the matter is you need to realize God's love for you and what that looks like. But it's not a matter of you have to do yeah. a, a, a two dozen things. Yeah. It's just a matter of listening, obeying, and let God take care of it. Come on. You know, I, I, I can't do this. I can't do this because I have too much baggage. Yeah. I mean, I, you, you, know, you,
3: you know my past. Yeah. How can I do these things? Yeah, if I could, if I could say one thing, it's that every single follower of Jesus, Paul was a murderer, right? Yes. Every everyone had these problems, and Jesus used them. But I want to encourage: if I if I had one message to preach to people, and I was going to die the next day, this what I'd say: <laughs> You need to John fifteen abide. We as a church need to abide. We need to spend time with God outside of church right. that'll give you the heart that you need and the eyes that you need to set people free yes and uh, you know oftentimes Jesus we
2: talk about being sent out two by twos there's a value in this like your weaknesses is might be somebody else's that's strength that's right and all Amen. of a sudden if one can chase a thousand I use two the scripture two chase 10, I, I use the scripture often if one can chase a thousand two can chase ten thousand come on the multiplicity of that especially if you have ten or twelve or five or six people out millions. there millions yeah Shaka-daba. millions can be impacted yes so we've got about a minute I want you to to pray what we've talked about uh, and declare it over our listeners. Yeah. And when people listen to this show in the archives as well, I yeah. want the spirit of life to be yes. residual in this so that this broadcast can impact
3: so many people. Ben Weissen, Church of Sitkanu. Awesome. Everyone just turn your hearts in expectancy right now. Expect God to just touch you right now in the name of Jesus. God says, ask, and I will give you the nations for your inheritance. And Father, I ask for every single person listening that they'd have a Joshua and a Caleb faith of a different spirit, that you would give them the nations, God, that they would ask you right now for their city, for their family, for their people, for their work in the name of Jesus. And the Holy Ghost, just touch them right now. Everyone say, Holy Spirit. Baptized him with your presence and your fire and the powerment and the boldness, the Acts six and four boldness to do signs and wonders and to save the world. Now take three deep breaths. Breathe in the Holy Spirit right now. Fire in Jesus' name. Ben Wise
2: Church of Sitka. a uh, quick website to get to your to your church. Information. Sure, yeah, Church TK. Church, that's kind of simple. .com. We like that. <laughs> Thanks for spending an hour with me. Yeah, I and, love you, man. Uh, supercharging people. God's got big plans. And my friend, you want to know who is one of the vital components of this? Look in that mirror. It's you. Come on. And we're going to be praying that God really empowers you in ways you Come have on, not man. imagined. So, Ben, thank you for joining me for this first hour. Yeah. My friends, in the next hour, I want to forewarn you. It could be very, very dangerous because I want you to get ready for digging into The Bible Danger Zone. We're going to approach some of the Bible mysteries and watch how God is making them come through and true for you today. So, uh, you're going to love my next guest, Robert Colucci, and he's going to inspire you in a different way than you've been inspired the first hour. But that's the purpose of Come Together San Diego. We desire to inspire you in any and every godly way. Kaz Taylor will be right back.
1: This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise, more Come Together San Diego. is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos Poway and K29CR, Encinitas, FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego, K-Praise. I'll tell the world first. Come Together, San Diego, with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise.
0: World, world,
1: world. Well,
2: hello, my friends. Yes, we are back for a second hour of this two-hour broadcast of Come Together, San Diego. You know, I met my uh, next co-host. Uh, really, a short time ago, he was uh, <laughs> in a teaching kind of environment, uh, and he was presenting some truths, and he he brought this uh, white chalkboard, and he was drawing stuff on it, and a lot of the things that he was drawing, well, they, they were simple, but they were deep, very deep, in fact. And uh, when I started looking at the content of the things that he was sharing on this whiteboard, I, I was uh, captivated. He is ravenous for the Word of God. It's obvious in the way that he speaks, and teaches, and God is using him mightily. I want you to meet my friend Robert Colucci. Hey, Robert, good to have you on Come Together San Diego.
4: Thank you for having me on.
2: It's a pleasure. We're going to dig. uh, I knew as soon as I heard you speak, I'm going, this man has been uncovering some of the stones that I've been uncovering as well. We're going to talk a little bit about those as well. But before we do, I want to spend the first segment giving our listeners the who, why, what, where when, and how of Robert also So give us kind of an overview, and then we'll dig into the fun, fun stuff. Robert.
4: Well, we're just in the business community, and we've been fortunate enough to, within the business world, travel the world and meet some very interesting people throughout uh, the planet, especially the last five, six years, spending a lot of time in Israel. Yes, you do. Spending time with uh, Orthodox Jewish people and a lot of Muslim people, and we're getting a perspective of what's going on in the world uh, from the front lines. Yes. And it's so exciting.
2: One of the things when I go over there, I, uh, I, you know, we, we have spent time in scripture and a lot of times we go over there not expecting this to be a scriptural thing that, that, that happens and all of a sudden you go, I read something about this somewhere and I know that this has happened to you as well and you've gone over the Holy Land a number of times.
4: Yes, and everything's just coming alive. Yes. And it's like we're reading the book of Joshua and this is not, this is not a history book. This is prophetic. Uh-huh. This is happening right now. And then you ask the 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 rabbi. He's like, "Do you consider Joshua history, or do you consider Joshua prophecy?" And and he he stumbled. He goes, "Well, we consider it history, but we 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 put it into the sections of the prophets." Yes. And uh, and th- when you start seeing those books from a prophetic viewpoint, uh, they become fascinating because they're be- happening right now. They,
2: they are happening right now.
4: Underneath our very nose. I
2: had an opportunity to teach on this last night at. Uh, uh, at uh, Limitless Realms uh, actually they were meeting at a place called River Family Church in Vista and I, I've had a chance to really dig into this the prophetic things from Old Testament that are happening now I mean the book of Ezekiel come on please uh, Amos no just just the books they're all coming to pass and the excavations that are going on in Israel and in the city of David that's one of my favorite places uh, and it blows your mind and, and you know you, go, you look at that and you go wait a minute I read something about that yes the then is the now. And one of the things we're going to talk about later on in the show is what God has done then, he does now, he also will do in the future because the Lord never changes. Amen. So we're going to talk a little bit about that. A little bit further insights, what's your heart cry? I know you've got, Israel is one of the big things you do, but you're also an entrepreneur, you're a businessman. Kind of give us another uh, overview of some of the other pieces of Robert Colucci.
4: Well, the, the, my business side is getting less and less interesting to me. Uh, what's going on in the world as far as prophetic events and this kingdom that God's been talking about. And you start seeing that we're on the cusp of it arriving to the planet. That just starts dwarfing everything. And, and it becomes the most important thing. Yeah. Getting people ready for this kingdom, getting myself, my family, uh, getting the world excited about what's going on mm-hmm. when, uh, when our king comes back.
2: Yes, and one of the things that I really draws me to you is you You really have a love for Israel, but beyond Israel itself, you have a love for the indigenous people. Amen. And that indigenous people includes Jew, Gentile, different people from different uh, religions and faiths, because God, you, God has given you a heart of compassion, and you see uh, God working to change uh, ways of thinking uh, to
4: embrace him. That's right. Uh- we travel the world, you know, basically a third of the planet is, is, is Muslim. A third of the planet is, is Buddhist and Hindu. Uh, you start seeing uh, that they're not exactly uh, completely blinded to, to what's going on. The Holy Spirit is moving in those cultures as well. Uh, it's like the gospel started like a train in Jerusalem, and it starts heading west. And it took off through Greece and through Rome and... And then it hopped the pond and got to Britain, <laughs> and then it hopped the pond again, it got to the United States and North America well now it 's going around the world yes it 's coming back in through through china it 's going to be going through India. The Muslims are starting to hear uh, the message we 're starting to get more and more reports of dreams and visions, and, and the Muslim community is coming around yes. and of course the train 's going to stop where it started, so Jerusalem is is the last stop. Um, And we're starting to hear it there as well, and it's it's fascinating.
2: And and speaking of that, in China, I mean, some of the the biggest swells of faith in the Lord are happening beneath beneath the The surface surface. in 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 China as well. So I I have a real hope for and in America too. I mean, there's a lot of people that are saying anti God stuff, no question (laughs) about this. But I know that God has planted people in the subterranean levels to impact things at the pro- appropriate time. I'm seeing that happening in the United States. We'll talk probably talk a little bit about that in the show, but also in the subterranean areas uh in the in the in Israel and in 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 the Jews, I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of the rabbinical Jews and the orthodox Jews have the stuff, but God wants to just blow on it and go, "Oh, that's what this means." And guess who gets to be in the forefront? messiah jesus amen so i know you have a heart for this and we've got a couple more minutes in this first segment so i just wanted to spend a little bit more time getting into robert and finding out a little bit more about you and then we're going to use that to springboard into some of the deep truths that god has been giving you he's been giving me similar things as well when we i just sat down with him for lunch not long ago with robert and uh, We just started talking, and it was just kind of like I would have something that God has shown me, and he goes, oh, yeah, but how about this? (laughs) And all of a sudden I go, oh, yeah, I hadn't thought about that. And and then I go, but have you thought about this? He goes, no, but have you thought about this? And all of a sudden it escalated into a Holy Spirit time, and we both walked away from that meeting just convinced that God is on the move, and he wants to move in and through you as well. So you have an opportunity to do teachings, and so uh, I had a chance to dip into some of these things, and I'm going, this guy is deep. And you, and you don't go for just the superficial stuff. You like to go, and you, your foundation is Scripture. You don't go this, this that, that, or the other. You go, here's what Scripture says, and here are how it is coming to pass. So uh, tell me about your love for what they would call the Tanakh, or we would call the Old Testament.
4: Well, that's one thing you get when you go to Israel. Yes. You get a strong appreciation for the Old Testament because they, they focus all their energy on that. And I, uh, my, my joke now is I've learned more about Jesus from talking to people who don't even believe that he's the Messiah in the last <laughs> five years than I have going going to my local church for 30 years.
2: Yes. Well, explain that further because I, I know what you're talking about. I've invested some time studying out the feasts and festivals and the months of the year, and Jesus is so much embedded. In fact, it they are the reflection of him and his character. Exactly. And, and, and when you realize that, then these, these people that don't know Jesus, but they know the of the feasts and festivals and things like that in the Old Testament. And now is the month of Av. We've begun the month of Av, which is the 5th month in the Hebrew calendar. There's so many things about this that bespeak Jesus, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and our Need to get tight with that. So, So tell me a little bit more. We've got about one more minute in this segment. I want you to tell me just a little bit more about how you think the Old Testament things are actually, you know, really they should be springboards to actually studying the New Testament. A lot of us go the opposite direction.
4: Exactly. We have to start with the Old. Otherwise, the new doesn't make any sense. You don't know where to build it on mm-hmm. the feast, the seven feasts. They're broken up into two sections: the Passover ones in the spring, and the Rosh Hashanah in the fall. Well, that is exactly the the, the, the way that Jesus split his apparitions. One time he comes at the beginning; he comes as a lamb, That's so good. dies in Passover, uh, gets buried in uh, unleavened bread, and he comes back, and his resurrection is the first fruits. Then you tie that into the the next feast, the, the next feasts that are happening in the fall. Uh, And you're like, well, if he came and fulfilled the first three in his first coming, why would he not fulfill the second three in Rosh Hashanah, Yom Kippur, and uh, Tabernacles? Yes. And so we have to bring that back into the church and get acquainted with uh, with these Jewish testimonies.
2: We're going to find out more about that. I'm going to be tapping into Robert... Colucci and the next segments, and we're going to dig deeply, and I think you're going to appreciate one of the things that he has. He's been able to cross over from the balance between New Testament and Old Testament to be able to garner what God's character and purpose is, and I'm going to have him share some of those insights with you and buckle up, because you're going to hear some things from a different perspective that are going to empower you and cause you to want to dig more deeply, but to move out more confidently so Robert Colucci and Kaz we will be right back
1: this is come together San Diego the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210 K praise more come together San Diego is just moments away come together San Diego with Kaz Taylor FM 106.1 and AM 1210 K praise and I'm back with newfound friend Robert Colucci and a guy who has a similar heart
2: as do I on all things Hebrew, all things Israel-related, all things tied to Scripture, but also all things tied to Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And God's got big plans for His church in these days, and all we have to do is listen and obey. One of the times, first times that I met Robert, he, he was at a chalkboard, a, white, a whiteboard, and I saw on the board six circles, and I said, hmm, very interesting. What's he doing? And so then, I, and then when he started filling in the, the truths tied to each one of the circles, I go, this man has some depth. What were those six circles, Robert? And uh, let's use those to springboard into what God might want to say to our listening friends today. Robert?
4: Well, we had uh, the six circles were six 1,000-year millenniums. Uh. It's human history broken up into 1,000-year chunks, basically. So six thousand years are behind us, and we have about a thousand years that are in front of us. And, and those right thousand there.
2: years that are, that are in front of us are remarkable years. They they are the years that God has uh, purposed in His heart to bring all of His people together, so that He can rule and reign with us for the thousand years, and then new heavens and new earth. Remarkable things. I mean, we're we're right at you know we're on the tip 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 of the springboard, having jumped up and down a few times on the springboard, ready to go in. He's just saying. Get ready.
4: Yeah, the kingdom of hand. heaven is at hand. And
2: so you you drew these six circles, and each one of those circles represented a thousand-year period that God has been taking us through to bring us to where we are today.
4: Yes. The so, first one was uh, birth, basically the birthday of Adam. Okay. A thousand years later, you have the birthday of Noah. A thousand years later, you have the birthday of Abraham. A thousand years later, you have the birthday of David. And a thousand years later, you have Jesus. Yes. Now we could have gotten—we could have had the kingdom— yeah. Back then, we exactly. could have had it two thousand years ago. Instead, but we told them we don't need it. We don't want you. We told them to go home. So he.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. And the church, the Acts chapter two church, has an opportunity to go as well. But then it became I'm of Paul. I'm of Apollos, and all of a sudden it started deteriorating. And then, and then here we are uh, in, in the close of the sixth thousandth year. So those two years after Jesus died, buried, ascended, and then there were the the two more thousand years, right in the middle of those two thousand years is what was called the dark ages when the enemy of God really thought he won the victory. But the truth of the matter is God used that actually as one of the deepest uh, depressions into the springboard. And people say, oh, the dark ages, but that was a deep, dark depression on that springboard so that we could ascend even higher. And here we are at the close of the sixth thousand year day
4: yes and if you notice uh at the beginning with adam he god is trying to make a deal with with one man and then with noah he goes from one man to a family and then with abraham he goes from a family to a tribe and then from with abraham he goes to a nation with david Well, then once Jesus comes to the planet, the gospel starts going to some nations. Notice that for a thousand years, it didn't go to the whole world. It went to some nations. Mm -hmm. It's only this last millennium that the gospel goes to all nations. And according to the Bible Museum in Washington, D.C., in the year uh, 2033, 14 years from now, the gospel will be preached in every language on the planet. Even a tribe as little as twenty or thirty thousand people will be getting a Bible in their native language. Right. The church is on the on the way to finish the job of getting the word to uttermost parts of the earth
2: yes, and one of the things as I step back, it's easy to get discouraged because the enemy has false news, and he gives you the these pitches about like These things cannot be, you know, who's this Jesus guy? You need to be thinking about the things that I can do for you. And I mean, these things are you you look in media and things like that. These are overwhelming you. And if my friends, if you spend so much time looking at those periphery things, which is the area where Satan likes to hang because he knows a lot of other people hang in the periphery things instead of the deep stuff. As soon as you start digging a little more deeply, you go, that's a lie.
4: Yes. He's been trying to uh, bury the Bible for for 2,000 years, yeah. and he's been insuc- unsuccessful well, at doing and,
2: so. And, he's, and he tried to bury the truth of the Word of God with Adam and Eve. Exactly. He's, From that point forward, this is the deceiver, deceiver. That's
4: his plan. He's against this kingdom that Jesus has been trying to build since day one. Yes. That's, That's what it. he's been doing. He's trying to substitute his kingdom. We start with the Tower of Babel. We, start, we go with the pharaoh in Egypt, or, or, or the Persians, or Alexander the Great, or, or the Caesars with Rome. But he's been trying to build his counterfeit kingdom that fakes exactly the one that we're waiting for. Yes. So even Hitler, he was famous for his 1,000-year Reich. These are all antichrist figures that have come to the planet... To try to give us a substitute kingdom, yes. to give us peace, but they haven't given us peace. They've given us nothing but war and bloodshed. Yes. The Prince of Peace is the only one who can deliver that.
2: Yes, and there, there has been a gospel message in each one of the 6,000 years. Absolutely. Each one of the 6,000 years have elements of the truth. And the more that we dig into each one of those 6,000 year increments, we find out God has been active in restoring a relationship. Yes, like he, a
4: loving father yes. who's actively trying to bring his family back home. Even though we've been rejecting him and have been uh, like, like the prodigal son, we've been squandering his blessings and he, he just keeps trying like a loving father.
2: Yes, and when I study and in, look into the feasts and festivals and when I look into the months of the year, it's it's like God just doesn't tell us once and it's over. He tells us, and like a good teacher, he tells us and he tells us again and again and again, but he may put little different spins and nuances on that so that we can get it. And sometimes maybe the nuance that he used the first time, it was totally over our heads.
4: Yes, yeah, like you're talking about the, the middle feast, the one that is in between the spring and the fall. We call it the Feast of Weeks. Uh, It happens to be on the exact same day that we call Pentecost. Yes. So the Jews are celebrating uh, this feast. And I'm there with my Jewish tour guide. I'm saying, why are you guys celebrating today? This is our holiday. He's like, no, this is our holiday. Like, what are you talking about? This is the day that we got the Holy Spirit and 3000 members were added to the church. And he's like, no, this is the day that we got the law from Mount Sinai. Yes. I go, is that the same day that Moses, where 3000 people died at the the foot of the mountain because of the law gets, gets given to us? That's the exact same day that the Holy Spirit adds 3,000 people to the church. (laughs) It's like, that's not a coincidence. This is a design that we are well within a seven-year schedule, a seven-feast schedule, and we have basically checked off the list on four of these feasts. We only have three to go Yes, the ones in the, in the, in the fall.
2: Yes. And right now we're in the fifth and, and God uses this cyclically to tell us the message. And so a lot of people, some of my dear teaching prophetic teaching friends call these dress rehearsals yes. for the real thing. Yes. And a lot of times the Hebrews, when they're, they're, they're celebrating these festivals and feasts, uh, I think it's, um, uh, there's a, there's actually one of the feasts and,
4: uh, well, there's many, you, 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 we go to the Passover meal, and what they do is they take a piece of unleavened bread, yes. okay, and then they break it, yes. and then they stick it underneath a white linen cloth, and then they put it away, and, and it comes back later. It's like, if that's not a picture of taking <laughs> the, the, the sinless really? body uh, and putting it into a grave, putting it into a white linen cloth and waiting for the second coming, uh, it's absolutely fascinating.
2: Yes. And obviously, you know, we talk about the first, the first fruits and unleavened bread, and and the feast of the Passover and the Passover lamb. Uh, the, the analogies are just—if you dig just just a little bit beneath the surface—the analogies are so clear as being uh, Christ messages.
4: Yes, and we focus a lot on the lamb aspect. As the church, we've been very good at representing Jesus as the Lamb of God. Yes, uh, the Jews are not waiting for a lamb; they're waiting for a lion. Yes. And so everything that they're waiting for happens to be the, 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 the prophetic part of Jesus that he has not fulfilled yet. And they use that as a, as a way of disqualifying him. However, the church says we focus so much on his li- uh, lamb aspect that we forget the fact that he's actually a lion, too. Yes. And he's coming back as a king wanting to rule this planet from a throne, from a physical throne in Jerusalem on that temple mount. And that's just not in our DNA. It's yes. in their DNA, yes, but it it's is. not in ours.
2: But they haven't learned how to... Uh, 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 apply it yet.
4: Well, if you don't accept the lamb, you're not going to get the you're not going to get the right you're
2: not going to get the right line. And get the right line. Uh, l- let me share with you my friends. I've been uh, teaching a little bit on this. We we just entered into this month of Av, the fifth month in the Hebrew calendar, and this is the month that it has has had a lot of negative stuff going on and these negative things like when the first temple was destroyed, when the second temple was destroyed, when uh, when Caleb and Joshua gave their good report and the other 10 spies gave their bad report these things happened during this month of Av but also as you look at this there's deep truth here that you talked about it was time for us to start embracing the lion we've embraced the lamb and rightly so but now God wants us to do the transformation into the lion mentality—that's right the ruling and, the, and, and the reigning is not mentality. There. The, but let me let me just tell you, my friends, the, the this month of Av is the month. You know, we don't worship the constellations, but the constellations have truths. And in Genesis, I think one fourteen, it says that the, that the sun, the moon, and the stars are there for signs uh, and for seasons. For signs first and then also seasons. This time, this, the, the constellation that is brought to fore in this month of Av is the month of Leo, which is the month of the lion. And, and even the Jews say this is the month where the lion roars. <laughs> and I was uh, brought into my recollection of the Scripture in the New Testament that says, beware of Satan who roams to and fro uh, as a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And the truth of the matter is, we need to understand the roar of the lion of the tribe of Judah and not these fake news roars about, oh, you know, beware of uh, man-made climate change or uh, abortion. It's not abortion. It's a woman's right to choose. And all these different things that are going on in the world that this false lion is roaring for the very intent for seeking those whom he may devour. And and the lion of Judah goes, I I want you to get things right and get things from my scripture because those are where the word is embedded.
4: Yes. the, The kingdom that Satan's been trying to build, that God did not allow him to finish in the tower of Babel. Uh, he 's actually going to be able to finish it. We, we put him on the throne for for seven years yep. we, we call him six 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 so before we get our guy, which is seven seven seven
2: you have to go through six to go through six 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 we 're going to, to we're, right. we're talk more about this in the next segment my friends uh, i don 't know about you, but these are topics that really uh, enthrall me because uh, these are the truths that God wants us to be aware of so that we can be equipped. And empowers. So uh, Robert Colucci and Kaz are going to continue the discussion when we come right back.
1: You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise.
2: This is Frank Harper, pastor in North County. We need more of God this time than we've ever needed him before. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' name.
1: Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. And I am back with Robert Colucci.
2: He's a... a an entrepreneur, but he 's beyond entrepreneur in the natural with businesses he 's an entrepreneur of god 's stuff, and I appreciate that about him he 's dug deeply and uh, you know as a, as a businessman, you need to know your stuff to be successful and God has stirred him to also know the spiritual stuff he 's been digging into things like the feasts and festivals, the Hebrew truths, and he just loves the middle Eastern people. The Jews and the Gentiles there, and those of other religions as well, because he sees them he 's through god's eyes and god 's heart because God has great plans for his kids, not only in the United States and other countries but in Israel as well Robert we're just having fun digging deeply into scripture. we talked a little bit about the thousand year did various different thousand year increments that God has been preparing for us to enter into that final one thousand year that seventh thousandth year which is time for ruling and reigning with christ and you know this this is remarkable and a lot of people have that they have a kind of a general knowledge of that but they they don't have a working knowledge of that and how do you get from here to there a lot of people go we won't worry about it because we'll just get raptured out and god will take care of the rest
4: well we spend a lot of time arguing post-trib mid-trib pre-trib yep but the art why are we arguing about when we leave, when we all agree that when Jesus is coming back, we're coming back with him? Yes. He's riding the white horse and we're we're right behind him. So instead of talking about when we're leaving, why aren't we talking about when we're coming back uh-huh. and actually helping him set up this this global kingdom uh, throughout throughout the universe, th- throughout the planet? And that's the part that's exciting. The yes. departure is not exciting. It's when you come back and actually start redeeming this planet that has been ruined with poor ideology and poor religion, poor... Uh, and poor doctrine. For 6,000 years. Yeah, come on.
2: You know, I, I just finished a Bible study last night on the topic of uh, the Lord coming back. And I talked a little bit about the rapture. You're talking about rapture and being taken out. A lot of people go, you know, uh, I want to get out of it before things get thick and, and heavy and challenging, but Holy Spirit says, what do you think I built you for? You're, 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 the Bible you oftentimes uses the phraseology of being a soldier, and if you're, if a soldier is being taken out before the time where they're really needed,
4: what value is that? That's right. Uh, who, uh... One of our Messianic Jewish friends in, in Israel said, you know, if it is a pre-trib rapture, the first thing I'm going to ask God is, can you please send me back? Because I have a lot of things going on down there. Oh, my, <laughs> my.
2: You know, I, I went through the different main three three uh, rapture theologies. And uh, in all honesty, each one of them, people that embrace those, have a multitude of scriptures to support their perspective. But And, and, I, and, I, and I dug into Matthew 24, and it was called the uh, Olivet Discourse where Jesus says, "Here's what's going to happen," and in the in the last days, and he gave put forth the various prophecies and things like that that have to come to pass, so that that he so that that the fullness of time for Jesus to come back will come to pass, and a lot of the things have to do with the unbelievers coming to know him, and sometimes there's awkward situations or. Uh, tribulation kind of things that have to come to pass for people to get the awareness that God is God and they better start seeking this creator. But one of the things that the rapture theologists say is, well, okay, I believed in pre-tribulation rapture. And, and or I believe in mid tribulation when it starts getting really thick and bubbly, we're taken out. Or some people go post tribulation rapture. But it, and 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 this, we we talk about this from Matthew twenty four. But in Matthew twenty five, it and the, and nobody you know in the original uh, Greek, there 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 aren't any differentiations v- between one chapter and another. It's just it's it's the word of God, and we put our chapter divisions in there but so uh, the Olivet discourse in in chapter 24 and chapter 25 when Jesus talks about the wise and the foolish virgins that's the same discourse he's he's talking about these things and God gave me a revelation about this I'm going to share with you and uh, my listening our listening friends and I'm going to have you use this as a springboard The five wise and five foolish virgins, the Bible says there were ten virgins, five of them were wise and five were foolish. The five wise not only had, they all had their oil in their lamps, but the five wise bought extra oil. And the the, the the declaration is, what happens if the Lord delays his coming? You need to have the oil ready for the just in case. And so if we're talking about pre-tribulation rapture or mid-tribulation rapture or post-tribulation rapture, we as believers, if we want to be the analogy of the wise virgins, we need to have enough oil to go the distance regardless because we don't want to be caught unaware. And so to me, that is a real vital directive to believers who go, eh, I'll be taken out anyway, I don't have to worry about it. Yes. But what if that's not the case? Do you want to be wise? And if you want to be wise, it's time to buy that oil now, and that oil is investing, investing in God, his Holy Spirit, listen and obey, and be equipped and prepared.
4: Yeah, the right? the escapist mentality, the, the idea of wanting to get out, uh, no soldier would be given a medal if he had that attitude. We, we 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 like soldiers who want to get to the front line. They 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 want to get they want to be engaged. So the idea of I can't wait to get out of here it's unchristian. It's ungodly. Uh, you're going to be in, in, in the most exciting time that the outpouring of the Holy Spirit during the second coming is going to dwarf what was going on in the first coming. So why would you not want to be here? You you should not only want to be here, but you should be prepared for for. The, the, the battles the spiritual battles are that are, are going to come to the peak yeah. where we're, we're actually going to put the, the antichrist on a throne and the 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 we level, meaning
2: the people of the world of the world yes.
4: And there's going to be witnesses, you know, preaching the truth at the same time. So the hot is going to get hot and the cold is going to get cold. There is no time to be Laodicean here. So
2: the division is going to be clearer and
4: clearer. And you've got to pick which one are you going to be with. So the, the idea of, uh, I just can't wait to get out of here. I say, you know, we're so heavenly minded that we're no earthly good. <laughs> well, you know, we were made from earth. Earth is made for us. We're made for the earth. We're, we belong here. This is our heaven, and we have to redeem this planet. We're just missing our king, and we're praying for him to come back so that his kingdom can be established. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. May your kingdom come. We've been praying for this for 2,000 years, but it's not may we leave and take off and bring the kingdom somewhere else. No, that's not what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the king to come back and start the kingdom here, here.
2: One of the things when I did this teaching, I tried to be very delicate because there are a lot of people that have the pre-tribulation mentality, the mid-tribulation mentality, and the post-tribulation mentality. Here's here's my assessment on this stuff, my friend. You need to be prepared just in case. And here's the deal. A lot of people have scriptures galore for pre-tribulation. They can use scriptures galore, or mid-tribulation they can use scriptures galore, and post-tribulation they have scriptures galore. But take this thing from God's perspective. God's perspective is he's not willing that any should perish, but all should come to repentance. What happens if you are to be activated to be one of those godly representatives to lead people into repentance. How much value is that? If you're not around
4: most importantly with Israel, Israel repents at the last minute. Yeah. And that's why our messianic Jewish friends say, I need to be here. The work that I'm doing now, the last thing I would want is to be taken out of the front lines. Yes. I want to be here to preach to my fellow, uh, Jewish friends. Yes. Uh, right up until the very end. I would never want to be taken out.
2: Exactly. So he's not
4: coming from an attitude of, please take me out. Yeah. He's, tr- he's coming from an attitude of, put me at the front line. Yes. I think I can get something done.
2: But the truth, of ma- and here's the truth of the matter, my friend. If the Lord says uh, he's coming before this, you know, in the pre-tribulation time, I'm okay with that. If I'm taken out and I don't have to do I, whatever the Lord says is fine. Or in the middle of the thing, if he takes me out, I say fine. But what happens if I, my biggest calling, it has to do with, leading people into the faith in the midst of the most contrary situations that the world has ever seen. I'm fine with that as well. And my friend, here's the deal. No matter which of those doctrines you embrace, if you're fine with whatever God wants to do, then you're in the right camp.
4: And most importantly, we all agree that we are coming back with our Lord and Savior. Rooling
2: and reigning, man. He's,
4: he's, he left as a lamb, but he's coming back. He left with a, with, a, with a donkey, but he's coming back on a white horse.
2: I like it. So and, we are right behind a, him. a lamb. Like, he, he, he was offered up as a lamb, a sacrificial lamb, but he's coming now as a roaring lion. lion. You got to love that.
4: Yeah, no more donkey. <laughs> it's white horse time.
2: Oh my my. Uh,
4: and so we need to we need to actually picture the idea of coming back with him when he says that we will rule with him. That has literally happened when he's going to establish the church, a global body throughout the planet, to yes. take over and put his governmental system in place.
2: Yes. You know, Robert and I have begun unpacking this, and we've got one more segment to do, and we're going to do the further unpacking in this next segment. And I, if, if you love Scripture and you love the Word of God and people that proclaim the Word of God, you may be one of them. But hearing these different nuances could be an inspiration to you. What we want to do in this show, in this last hour, is to unpack this further so that we can discover God's plans for not only the end times, but the times leading up to the end times. Because ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you just may have a significant role to play. Wouldn't you like to find out what those are? Robert Colucci and I are going to unpack this in the last segment, and we will be right back.
1: More. Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. I am totally amazed. Almost every show, how quickly
2: those two hours, these two hours, go, especially when you have topics that are commanding, they command attention. And uh, the first hour we talked about uh, miracles and supernatural things uh, uh, with Ben Weissen of, of Church of the Sit S- in San Diego. And this second hour we're talking about Hebrew-related things and truths that are buried deeply in Scripture. Uh, it's the glory of God to conceal a matter in the honor of kings to dig it out. So we've been digging that out, Robert Colucci and I, and, and we've been talking about... Preparing for these last days, but not as an escape mechanism, but as an opportunity for the greatest evangelism the world has ever seen to come to pass. So we want to kind of uh, uh, conclude on that. And, and there's a scripture that really ties in with this, talking about because we talked about the different thousand-year periods of time, and one of those thousand-year periods of time was Noah. And God has very clear end-times things tied with that. So let's. Uh, I'm going to have you bring kind of the, give, give kind of the word of encouragement to our listening friends that uh, we're not in this thing to pack up and leave, we're in this thing to be available for God's use.
4: Absolutely. We want this king to come back and set up this 1,000-year kingdom. Now, uh, it, it says before, it'll be like the times of Noah.
2: Uh-huh. So As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the time of the coming of the Son of Man?
4: And there'll be, you know, when we went to see the Noah's Ark in Kentucky, it was funny that half the people were in awe of this thing. The other half were actually laughing and they were mocking. And it put me in the mindset of Could oh. you imagine Noah building this boat for over a hundred years, people coming by and making fun of him. Well the funny thing is that we live in a time right now there are two full sized Noah's arcs on the planet. Uh, one is in Kentucky in the yeah. United States and the other one we're actually trying to move it to Israel as we speak. And it, wouldn't it be funny how those two those two boats sit as a warning to the world, like, hey, this is coming, be prepared, get ready, that uh, it's not as calm as, uh, as it looks right now, but, but there is going to be a... Uh, the
2: storm is coming. The
4: storm is coming, <laughs> and the fact that you're ignoring it uh, is not going to change the fact that it is coming.
2: You know, one of the things as I look at that, and you talk about, and they, and they mocked, they they mocked, mocked Noah as he was constructing this thing. How much mocking is going on today against the Judeo-Christians of faith? I mean, it's, it's all over the And it's kind of like they're saying, uh, all these things you're talking about, ain't no way. Here's what we believe. And uh, our belief takes preeminence because we have a media to support this belief. And we've supported it as well. And so you're wrong and we're right. And we can speak more loudly and we can be more uh, in your face than you will be. And that means we're right and you're wrong. And, you know, how you, certain, there are certain times you, you, we as believers, we go, man, I'm so tired of this. Okay, I acquiesce. No. This is time for the believers to stand their ground because really this uh, the artificial uh the 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 one who goes around as a as a roaring lion seeking who may devour de- whom he may d- devour his best weapon is a big mouth and and his proclamations of things, but God's weapon is uh speaking the truth. And 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 activating the truth and love really plays a big role in this as well. As it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be in the coming of the Son of Man. And you have a real vision for what that mind look like. And you have, God has given you a vision for this. Tell us a little bit about that because it ties in with these end times like crazy. Robert Clucci.
4: Well, the two uh, prerequisites, shall we say, before the Lord's return. He says, one is the gospel has to be preached to the uttermost parts of the world.
2: The gospel of the kingdom. I want to make sure that you understand this. There's the gospel of salvation, which we've been dealing with in the New Testament uh, for a long time. But we don't really understand that this is the, the other side of the, go- the gospel coin, and that's the gospel of the kingdom, which it ties in with communicating about the, the ruling and reigning with Christ for a thousand years.
4: And the second one is that the people that rejected him, the Jews in Judea, he yes. said, I'm not coming back until you guys call me back. Yes. So this time, what we are waiting for is the final call, the final phone call that needs to happen to ask God, please come and save me.
2: So you're saying, you're talking about the scripture that says, blessed is he who comes, comes in the name of the name, Lord. Says, I'm not coming Lord. back until, how, the, until the that Jews has to say that. My, my, my. Yes. And here we are. We're on the verge of that.
4: Now you, th- you, know, you know what the funny thing is? I'm, I'm asking my, uh, my tour guide in Israel. I go, let's say that you guys get into a, f- a battle where all nations start attacking Israel and you start to lose and you actually have to call God by name and ask for salvation. How would you say that in the Hebrew language? He goes, well, the way we would say that is we would have to say Jehovah Yeshua. Now you think about that. These are two names that have not been used in Israel for 2,000 years. Nobody names their son Yeshua. Yes. Okay, that's a name that used to be used. It's not used today, and the, the, the name of Jehovah is so sa- is it's so, so sacred. sacred that they I don't use it anymore. It. Yes. But think how the, the, getting to the point of having to say those two names is when Israel is going to ask for salvation. Uh, once they stop relying on their military strength and on their allegiance with other nations,
2: and also, if I may say so, and I may say this delicately, also their book knowledge. I mean, there are a lot of a lot of the deep. Pride and arrogance. Studious Jews, they have the working knowledge of this, but they haven't been able to take that into the God's intention. You know, we, you learn a lesson and you, you understand the lessons, but you understand the application of those lessons. But have we not done the same thing in oh, the church? Come on, you're, you're preaching to the choir on that one. Where well, you're exactly right. The th- the things, the maladies that, that Israel is seeing are maladies that the Judeo-Christian countries are seeing, and America, please, exactly right. And now is the time, I don't know, of any other time that could be more urgent than now, not only in Israel for embracing the depth of the truths, but my friend, those of you who embrace the Judeo-Christian faith in the United States, better make a stand. Now's the time. It's not time to be passive anymore.
4: Yes, uh, we, we can't make fun of what what, what Israel did to, to the message, where, because after... We read the book of Revelation when Jesus calls back and gives us our report card mm-hmm. out of the seven churches. My, my. Only two of them got, got a passing yeah. score. Five of them got got a pretty sad score. Uh, so we, we, we have to be introspect, look at exactly what we have to do, what, what our job is, and get out there and get it done. Yes. Give me a minute
2: or two to give an overview of this vision for bringing the uh, Noah's Ark to Israel. But you also had an idea, Caesarea would be the, the place... To do that, just a minute or so, because I want to spend the last portion of this show actually you speaking into the listener and really encouraging them to dig more deeply in what we would call the Tanakh, which is the Old Testament and the New Testament uh, t- collectively.
4: A full-scale Noah's Ark sitting there as a testimony of impending judgment should be in a city where you have the most amount of religious tourism in the world. Yes, and that city is uh, Israel. And Tel Aviv is the airport that you have to use to to land there. So Caesarea is about 10 to 20 minutes away. Yes. Uh, It would be a beautiful thing that as soon as you land, you you would have a chance, an opportunity to put yourself back in time uh, 4,000 years or 5,000 years and look at what god was trying to tell the people back then and then ask yourself is he trying to tell me the same thing today yes.
2: and you're not this isn't just a pipe dream you you're you're you've already done some of the inroads with other people this is not a, a robert Colucci thing exclusively this is a, a number of other people that have a similar vision and you and, and the discussions have uh, uh you, they're a fair distance Along, aren't they? And I just want to spend a minute or ta- moment talking about this because I want to uh, close the show with a different theme. But go ahead.
4: Yes, the Ark exists. It was built. It's in the Netherlands right now, uh-huh. and we were thinking about crowdfunding it so that we could sell maybe uh, two hundred fifty thousand tickets at forty dollars each, and we actually will buy the Ark and ship it to Israel yes. to sit there in the in the in, in, in the city of Israel.
2: And one of the the people that was in, uh, instrumental in the actual construction of this. this in the Netherlands you say yes. is is into this as well i mean it's not just the pipe dream the conversations have been made and, and different strategies are going on in this
4: yes we are under contract with uh, with Johan to uh, to purchase his arc cuz he <laughs> had it there uh, standing as a testimony in the in northern europe and it did success, it was successful for 2 or 3 years but then his uh, membership the, yeah. died out yeah. the one in kentucky is still doing fine um,
2: because there's enough probably visitors and so forth in the United States to be able to uh, sustain that. But can you imagine uh, the Noah's Ark as as a an attraction in Israel? You know, because I mean, how many people go to Israel? How m- this is a natural thing. I'm not going to talk any more about it. But is there anything that we need to know as we go forward? Because I want to spend the na- last minute on other related things.
4: No, uh, as we move forward and we get the uh, permission from the Israeli government to actually move it there. Uh, maybe we'll come back on and uh, we give will, you some we'll, details. We'll devote
2: the entire hour, if not the entire two hours, on that topic. My listening friend, we're at a point of decision here, as, as we have been broadcasting come together san diego and god's desire for us is to make the decision to go all the way with him and if we've been having the and this is not a put down but if we've been having the lamb of god mentality which is absolutely necessary but also the transition from the lamb mentality to the the lion lion mentality then we're preparing for the You know, not only the coming of the Lamb of God, but he's also the lion of the tribe of Judah. We need to have both aspects in our life alive and well. And perhaps you might need to spend more time embracing the lion component because the lion is a lion of warfare and victory. So uh, take about uh, a minute to close this out. And then we're going to say sayonara. It's been great having you, Robert Kalushi. So, So lay it on us. Thank
4: you. Well, the funny thing is, the Lion King is out there today, and the Lion King ends with the right king sitting on the throne. And
2: there was a villain, a lion and there as was well. a bad
4: guy that oh, was that, that was taken over. And so the the, the the movie ends when the bad guy goes away and the good guy comes over. That's right. And that's that's where our heart has to and,
2: be. And and part of that is uh, the young cub becoming the, the Lion King. So that's my listening right. friend, you and I, we are the lion's whelp, as we say, or the or the cubs. Uh, of the of the lion of the tribe of judah it's time to allow god to activate us and see where that takes us because you and i my friend because we are uh, sons and daughters of the king of kings we were born to rule and reign with him my listening friend if this stirs you we want this to be a an inspiration for you to dig more deeply and entrust god because god's on the move robert Kluji, thank you for joining me on the last hour of Come Together San Diego. Thank you for having me, guys. It's a pleasure. My friend, it's been a joy to communicate with you, and don't just sit around, activate. God bless you, and see you next week.